baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This episode of Tag's podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. Chew it and do it. Go to bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use the promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Hey, hey, what's going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez. This is episode 113. I'm with my co-host today, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I was in the Hamptons this past weekend. I saw fun in the sun it curls a, and all <laughs> i got i cut my hair i it's it was it was the best weekend to be there really and i was texting him before he left like our friend oh my god you're gonna have so much fun because it's like the one weekend that's supposed to be the hottest of the entire summer so far heat wave yeah it was a heat wave the whole country was having a heat wave yeah. and new york in general but in my friend's beautiful home that i just love and it was mm-hmm. our f- mutual friend's birthday I just loved hanging out with them, and we had two dogs that yeah. were adorable Shih Tzus. Their dog and a, a running friend around. running around, and we were just being silly, doing Instagram stories. A friend of mine, um, yeah, it was fun. And I've been very vocal about how that's not normally my world, but I love my friends' yeah. world there, and. I loved my whole time there. That's and, and awesome. Of course, their house. Um, the one thing though that made me laugh was, and I'm curious to know what you think about it. Is one of their friends, not my friends, but one of mm-hmm. their friends was, and he was adorable. He has a husband. I was just gonna ask you who that was. He was super adorable, but he was single. Not, I mean, his husband was out of town, and of course, I was like working. Of with, course, I you know, were. I so knew horrible. you would. <laughs> but he was telling me how he was gonna do this upcoming party, and you tell me what you think about this party, because okay. you know everything's a theme party, mm-hmm. and his party choice is a caftan party where everyone wears oh, caftans. Oh hell, fucking no! Okay, thank you, Jeremy Ross Lopez. That's what I was trying to. First of all, caftans are for, like, I think just elderly women and also not in the Hamptons with hot weather. Caftans are beautiful for a moment, but not 
this moment and i just and if don't... somebody does one like if one diva person does it yeah. i feel like great you're making your no, statement I mean, if it was but your if birthday, you make everybody I, do no, it if it was your birthday then you were the one that did it it would be different or i'm I, all about a drag party like okay yeah. let's do drag yeah a calf down party why not just call it what it is let's do jock straps right underwear party yeah but no one at this party could understand what I was Wait, talking was about. Was he saying that it should be jock straps or he no? Didn't I was that. saying oh, under the let's just call it what it is. Let's do an underwear jock strap party. Yeah, and th- he was saying no. I think it would be so fun to have everyone come in a caftan. And what do you say? Hell no. Thank you. I will end on that. Anyways. And that doesn't get my dick hard and it's just not cute. Thank you. That's all I have to say, people. (laughs) I hope you're all listening. Anyways, let's move on. Berkeley, where I'm from, I went to school there. UC Berkeley in the house is ditching. It's Berkeley's so fabulous to me because when I went there freshman year, Mm -hmm. they did away with Columbus Day. And I marched with the people of Berkeley for Indigenous Peoples Day. I love that. So this day is still considered. We don't. They don't celebrate Columbus. So in day. other words, they're definitely liberal. Extremely, but instead of celebrating Columbus Day and acting like a Spaniard came here yeah, like and told bad us yeah. that you know you discovered America, mm-hmm. Indians which is my roots, were already here. So yeah. we said, no, we denounce it. It's called Indigenous People Day. Berkeley yeah. now only celebrates that. I love them for that. And on that same note, Berkeley, California, my sister, by the way, sent me this, love you for sending me this, is ditching its male-centric municipal code for one that is gender neutral. The city council is reviewing an ordinance expected to take effect next month. And guess, get this part, that will replace manholes you know manholes the things in the middle of the street yes i know what they are with maintenance holes (laughs) (laughs) chairman um they're going to change chairman with chairperson they're going to change fireman and even firewoman with firefighter that sounds so that does i like that superhero i love it etc it's good for all of them i mean they're all doing a very amazing job at their positions even the definition of gendered terms the masculine pronoun includes the feminine is being replaced with the code with words referring to a specific gender they may be extended to any other uh one of the council members um I'm not sure if I'm saying their name right. Regal or Rigel Robinson notes that language has power. And yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And I love that I went to UC Berkeley. I love that it was part of Indigenous Peoples Day. I love that they're so provocative that they are changing because language is power. Yeah, it is. Anyways, I had to talk about that. And oh, a friend of mine was talking that Tumblr is back. And I don't know that it really is, but one of our listeners told me there's this new thing called um, t- uh, a different version of Tumblr. And it's actually called, let me get this right, New Tumble, N-E-W-T-U-M-B-L. And for my friend that was telling me that the other day, it's actually New Tumble. And people that have an old Tumblr and account can transfer all of your old imagery and sexual content and BDSM content to this new tumble. And it's gaining a lot of traction right now that is taking the place of Tumblr when Tumblr 
when Apple made them get yeah. rid of all the sexual content. I still content. like Twitter, so I'm on that. Yeah, unfortunately, they lost a lot of us, and yeah. you can do so much on Twitter, right? And so, mm-hmm. who cares? But today, Jeremy, you and I saw a documentary recently, and currently, the LGBTQ Film Festival Outfest in Los Angeles is currently making, it started last Thursday, it goes till this Sunday, and you and I saw a press copy of a film that made a huge impact on us and, we, and left us thinking a lot. It's mm-hmm. called Jonathan Agassi Saved My Life. It's playing this Thursday. If you're in L.A. at the Chinese Theater, I believe at 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m. at the TCL Chinese Sixth Theater, I had a chance to talk to its director, and we're going to hear a little bit about what he uh, had to say about this Let's just talk, break it down real quick about this documentary. I mean, I'll just briefly tell you, Jonathan Agassi is a stage name, but it's essentially a guy from Israel who was discovered and became a porn star, Michael Lucas Productions. A lot of you have heard of him. Lucas Entertainment, yeah. Yep, discovered him, and he quickly got on the map of a major porn star, and like a lot of porn stars went on to become an escort and a performer and when our documentary meets him it's at the very beginning of his career when he's taking off and he's doing photo shoot after photo shoot Mm -hmm. he's dancing at parties and at a lot of these parties they I've been to some of these before where they'll create sex acts on stage and and there's so many scenes in the movie, we'll talk about it in a second, Jeremy, yeah. where they reenact hot sex acts on the stage. Mm-hmm. It, the, scene, the film goes on to, you know, he lives in Berlin. His, we are introduced to his mother, who he's incredibly close to, has a very special bond with. We learn more about his upbringing in Israel, which you can imagine. His father that sort of left the coop early on and he has a struggling relationship with his father who also lives in Berlin three blocks away from him drugs into the picture and it's a roller coaster of a ride film that's a documentary but plays more like a narrative film I was incredibly mesmerized. Yeah. I was on the seat of my chair. You're like engulfed when you watch it. It's like... It's, yeah. You're so what did you sh- think about it when you started watching it? I, I was kind of shocked. I mean, I a lot of it I wasn't expecting. It's very, very real. It's so raw, which I know documentaries do that realm of film, but you see like the inside insider part of this person's life and... You see like the demise and the decline and the up and it's like it's an up and down and it's a constant struggle. But it's like you see it's fascinating to see the back and forth for somebody where I guess in in his life, there's a lot of uh, great accolades that he gets. But then also the dark side of it is his actual life outside of getting the accolades in not in the porn and not with the escorting and any of that, where a lot of that he benefits monetarily, but it also shows that that really doesn't end up making him happy and doesn't really provide the substance. But I mean, it's amazing. And it it was, I wasn't expecting a lot of the shit that I saw and it's, it's raw and you see 
just like you said, the roller coaster ride of somebody's life behind the scenes of it looking all glazed over and glossy and beautiful. I mean, the the scenes that you see when they're on location for Lucas Entertainment are like unbelievable. Mykonos, I mean, it's like which yeah, you so and I the, know, and the setting, and they're like on a cliff, everyone's greased up, and they're stunning, and they're just like. I guess fake fucking for the camera or actual in between. And it's like, it's really amazing to see. I've never really seen any of that footage and behind the scenes. And then you see like him on the beach with his mom who he took along for the trip. And it's like, I mean, that alone, their dynamic and their relationship that you see behind the scenes, you have to always end up remembering there's a real person behind all of this, which I guess when it comes to the sex part of it, we take that part out of remembering like this is somebody's son, this is someone's brother, this is someone's sibling. And I love that in this documentary, you see the differences and like you see him in the middle of the live sex act and then you see him in Mykonos holding his mom's hand on the beach, like laying in, in each other's laps. It's, it was great. I loved it. It's an extremely unapologetic mm-hmm. display of someone's life. And Jonathan, by the way, is beautiful. Gorgeous. So sexy. Yeah. So you're going to want to watch this film. I had a chance to talk to Tomer Heyman, the director of this film, and he was so real and raw in this interview. Um, we're going to let you listen to a little bit of my interview with him as he discusses how he even discovered Jonathan Agassi because... Tomer is also Israeli and um, gay man from Israel, filmmaker as Jonathan is. And so you'll you'll hear a little bit about that, why he decided to why he didn't know he wanted to make a film about him. He was just fascinated and intrigued, which you you can be by somebody that's captivating. I mean, and what you don't always get in a film a documentary is he followed him for eight years Mm -hmm. and you're getting so much of beginning, middle, and end, yeah. and it's so riveting. Anyways, let's listen to the beginning of my interview with Tomer Heyman. Um, one little tidbit fact about this, is, which was adorable to me, is Tomer, I was trying to connect with him, and obviously I'm in New York, he's in Tel Aviv, there's an eight-hour difference, which was fine, we finally made it work. And Tomer has two, I think he has a partner, but he has two little boys. <laughs> and I saw that in his WhatsApp and I was said, Are the, do you have two little boys? And he said, I do. And they were very present in this interview it. in the room playing with their toys. And every so often he had to like go, go into his native tongue and, <laughs> and scold or say, you know, I'm doing an interview, like yes. get out of the way. Yeah. And I had to edit, edit, edit. But anyways, we were laughing and it's adorable. It and is. He's, anyway, let's listen to the first part of the interview and we'll come back and talk about it some more. How did you um, discover this guy, Jonathan Agassi, and decide to make this film? Basically, in a very strange way, I never heard about Jonathan Agassi before. I was not into porn for different reasons. Um, so the, this title, Jonathan Agassi, that later on my friend almost have doubts that I don't know the guy before. Hey, you didn't spend some night with him. You know what it means? I say, no, sorry, I never heard about Jonathan Agassi. The way I know him is by walking very late. I mean, maybe 3 a.m. I was depressed. I was after separation from my boyfriend. I just want a beer, maybe adventure, maybe who knows what. And I went to a local bar in Tel Aviv. 
maybe 10 people with me, like me, you know, want a beer or vodka or mojito. And the bartender allowed himself to say to all of us with no words, with his body language, I don't care about you guys. He just jumped above the bar and started to kiss and to make love with one of the client. And in, from this moment, he stopped being a bartender and we need, and I went home mad and angry about the service, but at the same time, I was either jealous or either like said, what's going on here with this guy? But it was very strong moment. It was very strong moment. And um, that basically was the, the first moment I, I, I catch something with him. Three, four months later, I'm doing another project to the to another movie, and I was shooting in the gay uh, month, gay week of parade. You know all this event, and from very yes. far, my camera. You know, you have to understand: summer, Israel, hot Tel Aviv. You cannot even like touch anyone; it's too hot. Okay, so in this really huge event, everyone dancing, sweaty. But in the middle of this huge, um, like, I don't know how many people are around, I recognize these two guys who is doing love in the street of Tel Aviv. So I run with my camera, and it took me a while, but I think then I remember, this is a guy that a couple months ago, you know, kind of did, I found him doing it the same, like on the bar. And then... I asked a friend, can I have a number of Jonathan Agassi? Can you, can you help me to, to have any connection to him? Yeah, of course. He sent me mobile number. He sent me Facebook. And day after, I met Jonathan Agassi in, the, in the, one of the hotels in Ayarcon Street. And I offered him uh, to follow him on this documentary. And that's the beginning. And I- I understand that at first, Jonathan wasn't very keen on wanting to be the subject of a film and that That's, there was a story behind that re- relating to his mother. Can you talk about that? Yeah, of course. Why says this guy? I don't know who is it. And then I come to my friend, who is this guy who dared to be naked, to make love in front of everyone? What's going on here? He said, Tomer, don't pretend yourself. You don't know the guy? I don't know the guy. This is Jonathan Agassi. Huge porn stars, the only one that came out from Israel all over. Everyone masturbated on him, everyone, whatever, in clubs, in sauna, in parties. And I told him, tomorrow I need to meet him. So I wrote to Jonathan. I don't remember. It was Facebook, WhatsApp, whatever. And, in, like, I don't know, two hours later, he told me, come to meet me in the middle of the day with me lunchtime. I'm in Ayarcon Street in a local hotel. I'm not living in Tel Aviv. I'm living in Berlin, and I will be happy to see you. I don't remember what I told him, something like, hey, I want to offer you something. I have a, a suggestion. I don't remember, but I, I'm coming. It was Friday, lunchtime, easy, you know, nothing. Pre- I was not prepared to what's going on right now. I'm knock on the door of this hotel. The guy, naked, with maybe a small towel covered something. Okay, it started to be very strange. You know what <laughs> I mean? I Okay, I tell myself, yeah. Tom, Brazil, Brazil. I'm very nervous because it's a very important moment. You know, I'm going to offer to this guy a kind of um, suggestion to join me to this journey. So, like, I, I was nervous. 
Did you have the idea that you wanted to create a documentary or at least follow him around? No, it was, it, you have to understand, it was very early basic meeting to know him. My instinct went with, hey, this guy is interesting, but I, I no clue about the father, about the mother, you know, the complex he carried from the past. Later on, we might talk about it. I just was surprised that someone from Israel is so out as a gay icon doing us live sex all over, not hide it, not ashamed about it. So it sounds to me an interesting story. So it started to be very either surrealistic, strange, weird. Uh, I'm a filmmaker coming to talk with my protagonist. It's happened in my life before, but in this atmosphere. So he started to ask me this question. Um, how are you going to pay me? Dollar, euro, oh. shekel. What is your fantasy? You are more top, you are more bottom. And then, oh, I got it. Now, the guy have expectation. I might be a client. We might have sex. And so I told him, hey, Jonathan, sorry. I'm a film. I'm a filmmaker. I'm doing documentaries. Please go to the second room, dress yourself. After five minutes, he came like a good Howard University Jewish guy with like a very nice suit, like <laughs> the opposite. Like you know, he and I. Shake. And right, that was the right. moment when I shake his hand and I say, "Hey, nice to meet you. You are very interesting to me." And and I mention it because the same time. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The reality show in Israel, we're talking about almost 10 years ago, was huge. The Big Brother. Big Brother offered to Jonathan half million shekel, which is incredible, you know, for Israelis, okay? It's like half million dollars to be part of the first, yeah, the first season in Israel. I, I, and Jonathan told me, hey, Tomer, it's not about money. I don't want anyone to follow my story. I have a great life. I'm in the top of my career. So I'm not into it. And I, because I told him, I'm not going to pay you money. I'm just going to bring my camera. And I don't know what's happening in this moment. I told him, can I talk to your parents, your father, your mother? He said, my father for me is almost a dying person. So don't talk about my father. 
my mother here, not far away, maybe 10 kilometer. Take her number. But you know, Tomer, there's no chance. And I put my, sorry, he say I put my dick. You can choose to put, he say, I put my hand or my legs. My mother will never will give her permission to be in a movie if you're going to touch this aspect of escorting and porn because she's too shy and she's from Israel and she... So don't worry. You won't have my mother, so it means you won't have me. And that's the next steps where was this meeting with Anna that she's also very important in the movie. His mother, yes, exactly. And so is it fair to say that there was a little there was definitely a connection that you wanted to explore being a being from the same country israel tel aviv and you particularly knowing your culture did a lot of your initial interest in wanting to follow jonathan have to do with that just relating to the for culture? sure the, the, at the beginning i was surprised and shocked is that, you know, someone from Israel, you know, you have to understand, Holon, Jonathan is not coming from Tel Aviv. He's coming from a small suburb near Tel Aviv. It's very... Uh, oh, say that again? Concern. He's coming from Holon, Holon. It's a small city near okay. Tel Aviv. Uh, you know, compare either to LA, things about a small city, uh, really suburbs that you are really far from the center, much more uh, people in the closet, people have... Fears. Uh, when Jonathan started also to tell me that he carried a lot of trauma uh, from his past, you know, he was uh, like a, a child that the society really, really treated him in a bad way. So I'm talking about a server, and, and I was surprised that this young man dared to go all the way because I saw him on the movies. Even compared to other uh, porn stars, he was wild. He was dark. He dared to do things that other people say we're not going to do it. Yeah, I, 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 it, it shocked me and it was interesting. And it looked like more as an optim, op, optimic movie, you know, about the guy from the other side of Israel doing it, you know, like kind of uh, against all odds, you know, this like almost Hollywood movie. I remember the sentences like it's today when I met Jonathan, he told me, my life is like Hollywood. You will have this Hollywood movie, which means, you know, fame, glory, successful money. That's what I know about the guy. Obviously, once you got that permission from his mother, he seems you have full access. And I understand you followed Jonathan for how many years? I know till now I know Jonathan almost 10 years. I follow him eight years in the movie. In the final cut, you almost see Jonathan from the age of 24 till the age of 31, which is six and a half, seven years, which is a lot. You know, like I, I met him uh, really at the beginning of the career. He was naive, no drugs in the pictures, um, safe sex, sleeping eight hours, being a good Jewish boy that chose to do porn and very proud and have the feeling that he chose it and the freedom that he have in his life. That was the starting point. And in the seven years till the age of 31, and you know, 
uh, I went to a different area with this movie. Hey, Jeremy, you want to be ready, confident, and last longer in bed? Of course, who doesn't? Blue Chew is the answer for performance enhancement for so many reasons. Like what? At bluechew.com, you can get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. The chewables from Blue Chew can be taken on a full or empty stomach. I mean, that sounds good, but do I have to go to my doctor to get a prescription like the other two? So that's the best part. The online physician consult is free, so it's cheaper than those other two. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visits, no awkward conversations like I've done with my doctor, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships directly to your door discreet packaging. Wow, that sounds super easy, and I love the discreet little package that I can carry with me when I want them for extra confidence. So the best part of all of this for our Tags podcast listeners, guys, all you got to do is visit bluechew.com and get your first order free. That's right, free. I mean, where else do you get that? Use the promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, and all you got to do is pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TAGS, and your first order is free. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You are, um, I know you have your film company and you've produced and documented um, several films, actually. Was, was this the longest that you've ever created a documentary or followed a subject along? And at what point was Jonathan curious, you know, at what point did you realize, okay, I have my film and I'm just curious it, about it's the It's the hardest movie for sure. I also create the movie Mr. Gaga about uh, Bacheva Dance Company and Oad Narin. It took me eight years to do it, but not eight years of following. In this, car, in this um, case, Jonathan Agassi saved my life. I was really, really deeply involved on many layers and uh, was were too many moments that I lost myself in the movie because I found myself going to Berlin and London I'm not so naive guy. I'm gay by myself. I went to party. I went to sauna. I went, you know, to adventure. I'm not a virgin. But still, I was exposed to this kind of style of life. Heavy parties, drugs, and extremely destroyed yourself. It was new to me. So you have to understand, it's many times happened that Jonathan called me, come to see amazing party in London, in, in, in Spain, in whatever, many times in Berlin. Mykonos, yeah. Mykonos, we well, go to Mykonos as well. And I found myself for three weeks, one month. Oh, my cameraman, sometimes I was not able, so I sent the cameraman at the rise. So it was a movie that surprised me. Each time I discover more layers about the guy. One of the turning points that, you know, you might see in the movie, it's like when I realized by mistake that his father, first of all, he have a father, a real father that is alive. And he is living three blocks from the apartment that Jonathan have client or doing the porn movies. Three blocks from there is a father who creates this boy, this child, and they are not talking, and I don't understand the, the relationship. This is something that I, I discover by, by mistake from Jonathan. So what I'm supposed to do with this information? Of course, I want to meet the father. I'm interesting why he left the house, what kind of relationship, 
Then the father agreed to be in the movie and he's coming to visit Jonathan. And one of the, I think, a very strong moment in the movie is this meeting with son and father. It's really hit you. It's really... Very much so. And for my audience that I can't wait for them to watch, you will come for Jonathan, the star. You will get caught up in this deeply riveting, exciting, sexualized story. But you will you can't help but feel emotion for this other storyline, which is the relationship with his mother, which is very touching and endearing. And then, like you talk about, his father, which he has struggled to have a relationship with. And we learned so much about that, the meeting you're talking about, that really rounds out this film. Um, Jonathan gave you so much to work with, and, and it seems like he allowed you full access to everything. And we're talking the partying and, and, and him on, you know, on stage having sex and talking to potential uh, escort clients and you know, on and on. Um, was that? And you know, he gave me he gave me his own computer, which shocked me, like with hundred or thousand sex event and situation with people. He told me if you want to understand me, watch it. So for like two months, I just watched sex after sex. What I'm supposed to do with it? Another <laughs> two guys, three guys in his computer exchange movies in some website. Hey man, you know what? It's two months to see from different, ver, ver, you know, what I'm supposed to do with it, what kind of uh, information I have to take, shall I put it in the movie, shall I ignore it? Like a deep question I was, I asked myself during the process. There's one scene towards the end, and I think we were talking about it a little briefly, about the drug taking and how it escalates, and I'm wondering, there's one scene towards the end where it gets pretty serious. And I know as a documentarian, you're following somebody around, you have full access, but you obviously, you know, you're participating by going to some of these parties, but at times there's one scene, and I don't want to totally give it away, where it looks like Jonathan, our subject, might need a little bit of help and he might be in some trouble and you do get involved. How... Talk a little about what you can about that scene and, and how you kind of played that role of documentarian and, and when to get involved as I'm assuming you became friends with him when you see he could potentially be in danger. I never been to a situation like this uh, and specific about what you describe right now to put it in the context and without to destroy the movie. You know, Jonathan started to use very heavy drugs, which is a crystal meth called Mr. Tina or GHBG. Daily basis, 24-7, sex, drugs, sex, drugs, and using drugs in a very intensive way and tell me, hey, come with your camera, show me using it, doing it. I want to talk about it. It's part of my life. Tomer, I want you to be there. He by himself, I don't. I can't say force me, but call me and I'm in Israel and say, come to a party that the main issue is using drugs and then sex. Okay. Yeah, can I stop you? Can I stop you there real quick? What do you think, just if you could share, what do you think that was about, if you could? I mean, what do you think it was about Jonathan that wanted, he knew that you're filming him, that this was going to be documented, that ultimately this is going to be most likely shown in one way, shape, or form. What do you think it was about Jonathan that wanted to show everything, including this side, the drug side? I, there's something very beautiful about Jonathan 
that he's not sharing only the beauty and the, you know, the perfect moment in life. You really have this mission to share things with people and say, hey, my life is full of complex and I also want you, my fans or my friend, to be with me when I'm down, empty and lonely. But even I, I, even Jonathan, I think, was not aware how deep he's in problem. And we have to share with, with, with your, with your um, audience that, you know, he started using drugs that create almost like epilepsy uh, situation, which means, you know, you lose completely yourself. You put yourself in danger. You might die from it. People are dying from it. And you have to understand, first time I was shocked. Third time I was still shocked. After 20, 40, 50 times, I saw the guy and I decide. And in a strange way, in a moral way, I say, I need, if I'm doing a movie about escorting guy, about someone using drugs, I need to show it. I need to share it. I was not sure that Jonathan will give me the permission to, to share it. And when he came to the editing room, and we're talking about very tough uh, moment, you agree with me? It's not easy to watch. It. Yes, no, not at all. It's not easy to watch it. If you come to this movie, be ready. You might even right. say, "I want to leave the cinema." Jonathan came to see it. I told him, Jonathan, before I publish the movie, please watch it. And he told me, Tomer, don't dare to take this situation from the movie. It's very important that I will show a mirror to our community, the queer community, and to talk about it, but not to talk about it from intellectual theory in the academy, to show to people what's going on in the club and the connection between um, escorting and sex and, 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 you know, this jungle of feeling. Uh, It was a hard moment, but... Luckily, I have Jonathan that gave me, you know, the permission to. Exactly. And I think your first comment about what, when I asked you this was there's something very beautiful about Jonathan. And it's that just that is that he wants to show all sides of him, which is humanity. And in his case, it's full. You're getting full access and it is beautiful as it is hard to watch. I have to say the, the entirety of what he allowed you and what you covered and captured is ultimately a beautiful thing and i commend you on that lastly uh do you think that there's a lot of scenes particularly maybe the porn industry and michael lucas productions do you think that there might be any backlash at all or do you not care you're just certainly presenting what jonathan's world was about say maybe um well there's just a little bit of you insight into porn and Michael Lucas and his production company. For my personal meetings with Michael, he was really, really nice to me and to Jonathan. And you know, in some way, what I like about Jonathan, I guess, is that he takes responsibility about his case. He never, never blame or have any um, doubt about uh, the industry. Yes. Because first of all, you know, and, and you know, at the beginning, Jonathan was forced to behave clean, no drugs, and to take care of it. The one who started to going deeply, deeply to this circle of life is Jonathan by himself. So it's very important that it's not a movie that shows the backstage of porn industry. It's a very specific case 
because at the same time I can share with you these other porn actors that wake up in the morning, going to study, have relationship with shaman, have a very boring life. So it's keep it open to the audience to decide, you know, what's going on. Maybe the movie says something about the people that take in Jonathan as an escorting, let's say this is a very strong moment at the end when 20 guys around him, you know, this is leave you with an open question about, hey, what's happened? Why we lost the ability to have intimacy and to enjoy sex just one-on-one or, you know, in a private places? This is a big question. Um, hopefully, it will open a dialogue and a kind of um, question mark about industry and about our choices. But even more, what it's mean to be a father or mother. It's much more about the choices that we take as a parents. This is, for me, the message from the movie. Oh, I love it. I, the film is wonderful. Tomar, I want to thank you so much. The film is called Jonathan Agassi Saved My Life. Uh, you can see it. This will, The day this is coming out, this interview, you can see it this Thursday, July 21st. Uh, excuse me, July 25th at 10 p.m. at the TLC Chinese Six Theaters. Um, will you be able to make the film? I'm going to talk with the audience. I, as the Outfest Film Festival invite me, so I will be in the July 25, and I will have Skype with audience from LA directly to Jonathan. So Jonathan going to talk with audience in LA, and oh I'm going gosh. to be there. And you are the How first, in, and you are my first interview in LA, and in, in hopefully you open the door for us in America. I'm going to do my part. The film is riveting. I loved it, loved it so much. Congratulations on that. And for those people that may not be able to make the next Thursdays, do you have plans for it to, um, will it go to other festivals before it has a release? Or, or... I, I'm, I'm right now waiting to some options. And if someone here, this uh, program would like to, to take the movie to a special screening all over the USA. So this is a premiere. And from there, hopefully we go to other city. And right now, I know only about a Los Angeles uh, premiere. Well, I want to thank my guest today, Tomer Heyman, for talking about his brand new documentary, Jonathan Agassi Saved My Life. You can see it this Thursday at the TCL Chinese Six Theaters in Los Angeles for Outfest. It's this Thursday, July 25th at 10 p.m. You can also keep up with the film at Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Agassi Saved My Life. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tag's podcast. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, 
triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.